0: Okay, hello. Hey, how's it going, man?
1: Okay, good. How are you?
0: Doing well, doing well.
1: You guys are dodging tornadoes over there,
0: huh? We're always dodging tornadoes, man. It's, it's just how it goes in May. Yeah, I'm actually out here at Rocklahoma, and everything is all muddy and, and muddy mess right now for this festival, but, but it, we'll make do. It,
1: it seems like at the last three days, I cannot turn the TV, the, the weather station off, because there's so much drama going on with, the, you know, with all these tornadoes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nuts, but we're, we're sort of used to it. It's, it's, it's most every year. But by the time that you're yeah. here out in July, it, it won't be an issue. The heat will just be the issue. It'll probably It'll be, be- like, you know,
1: I played there. I played there one time with a uh, at the uh, golf club of Oklahoma, and it was 95 degrees with 90 percent humidity. And I think we got through four holes and just went, I can't breathe anymore.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's rough. There was a, a show at the Zoo Amphitheater where where you're going to be at this summer. That I think last year it was like 111 that afternoon. Yeah. And it's just like, geez, yeah. how's it, but, you know, it's, it's,
1: it's... Well, we live, I live in Arizona, so I'm used to that. I'm used to, I'm just not used to the humidity.
0: Right. You know? But yeah, so you're going to be here, as I said, July 28th, Zoo Amphitheater, with, with Hailstorm and Motionless in White, which is a, a pretty rad tour and, and a bit of a, a different summer, summer thing for you.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's um, we realized one thing, like, even when we went out with Motley Crue, it was sort of like, the reason we did that was to get in front of a younger audience. I, I understand that you know we're we're a classic rock band, and our audience goes from grandfather, father to son, and they're all, you know, I mean they're all rock bands. They're all hard rock bands. So the idea of getting in front of a younger audience with, that that Halestorm will bring and Motionless and White, I want that audience because they've they've only heard of Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. They've heard the legend of Alice Cooper. Right. They might now just I know you from Wayne's World. Show. Yeah, that's kind of it, you know. And, and when they see the energy of the show, they realize that we're probably the highest energy show out there, you know. And it, and nobody, nobody, if they haven't seen the kind of theatrics we do, then you know it's an experience that they, they walk away being Alice Cooper fans. So we, you know, we want to be in front of as many different kinds of people that haven't seen Alice Cooper as possible.
0: Awesome, and it, and it's going to be a new stage show this year, right?
1: Entirely new. Yeah, we we did the last show for two years, and then we decided, you know, okay, let's put this show to bed. Uh, time to do an entire, entire new production, new new props, new everything. Same band. Uh, you know, it's it's the same band with uh, Nita Strauss is our lead guitar player. She's she looks like a Victoria's Secret model, and she plays like Steve Vai.
0: Right, you know, yeah, I mean, and she's she out there killing cover. it with her solo record right now.
1: She's killing it. She's so good, and such a great chick. And then you got Lizzie Hale, who's also, you know, Lizzie Hale. So I mean, it's just like she's also like a monster guitar player, and so much fun. She's one of our best friends. Lizzie is, and uh, so that it's really. I, I always like touring with people that are our friends. You know, that always makes the tour so much easier, that when everybody's buddies. You know, uh, and our drummer, uh, Glenn Sobel, got voted best drummer in rock and roll. So. You know, it's a really amazing band, and you give these songs to them, all you know, from thirty different albums, and say, okay. So they just tear it up. I I I can't wait to get on stage, because I know the band's going to be that good.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, gonna imagine it's it's a challenge for you to kind of rise to their level sometimes.
1: So yeah, it's it's really really something because they kind of look at me as the elder statesman. You know, and I'm the only one that's not breathing hard after the show. Right. You know, I'm in better shape <laughs> than all of them.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. As far as the stage show goes, I'm assuming there's some of the things that you're doing that you're, you know, classically known for. But how do you kind of find that balance between, you know, doing the Alice Cooper show that people want to see while also incorporating new things and keeping it exciting?
1: Well, I remember, you know, I remember two incidences when I was first starting that really got my attention. I was talking to Jimi Hendrix and Jimi Hendrix goes, man if I have to play Foxy Lady one more time I'm going to go crazy. And I was sitting there going, if I was in the audience and he didn't play Foxy Lady, I would really feel cheated. you know." Um, and then Bowie one time told me, he says, he says uh, I'm going to do a whole tour and not do any of the hits. And I went wow, they're going to hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always done all the hits. You know, I always believe do the hits and do them just like the record, you know, uh, and then add what's called, what we call the, the stage hits, songs like Feed My Frankenstein and Dwight Prime, and things like that. You give them those songs, you know, because those are the, the theatrical, you know, songs. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while you throw in a song that nobody's expecting. You know, you can really tell who the real fans are when all of a sudden you do a song like Roses on White Lace and they go. Wow! I never thought I'd ever hear them do that song because it's very obscure. Sure. Probably never got a, ever any airplay. But if you if you're an Alice Cooper fan, you know the song, you know. So I mean that that's kind of how we have to do it, and then we have to wrap it around a storyline. That's where I come in, uh, also. And I, I my wife is a choreographer, and uh, you know in a ballet, she's a prima ballerina, and so. She knows how to work the stage. I know how to work, you know, how to design the stage. And Chef, my manager, we've been doing this for fifty years, so he he knows how to light it. And uh, we just put all our best things together, and all of a sudden you've got a new show. And if you see this show probably now, and see it two months from now, it'll be different because we will change it around. We'll move it around. Somebody will say, let's let's move that song over here. Let's not do that song. Let's try this, that, and pretty soon you've got. Half of the show has changed, so I like the fact that it ha- it has a life of its own, and and it it breathes. Basically, you can you can move it around. It's not written in stone, you know.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now you, you just mentioned that, that you know you guys have been doing it for 50 years, which it actually is the 50th anniversary of your first record this year. Are you going to do yeah. anything with that, or is that something that's just it doesn't really matter to you?
1: I would not subject anybody to anything from Pretty for You. <laughs> uh, Pretty for You was the weirdest record ever. Um, now it's become. It was at the time. It was everybody said this, this is so crazy that this band is going to last for two weeks because it was so weird. Frank Zappa saw it and he went, I don't. He says, I don't get it. He says the weirdest stuff I've ever heard, and he says that's why I'm going to sign you because it, I don't get it. If Frank Zappa doesn't get it, you know. That's a good sign, right? Well, since then, that album that hardly sold anything has become now very artsy. Now it's become like a piece of art, you know. And people go, yo, yeah, pretty for you, you know. The really Mm -hmm. deep stuff, really is, you know, way advanced to anything that you know. And and it is. It was really futuristic, you know. I mean, but the songs on there are just so insane and they really 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 represented the alice cooper of 1968-69
0: gotcha gotcha so so we won't be seeing anything on the the live show from that from that record you don't want to go take take the crowd on that trip
1: it it would shock me if we did it
0: Well, awesome, Alex. I really appreciate the time, and uh, re- really excited for the show again, July twenty eighth at the Zoo Amphitheater. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. I, I do actually. I guess one, one more thing. It's been two years since since Paranormal. It, what, what's the landscape looking like for for another new record? Is that something on your mind or or, or not?
1: And in, in, in the studio right now. We're oh wow! Okay. Right now, doing a new, a new studio album. We've got uh, the Vampires uh, studio album that's coming out right. June fifteenth. The Hollywood Vampires album, which is really a good album. It's really different from anything, and um, almost all original stuff on that album.
0: Right, because the first one was mostly the covers, Ryan right?
1: Alpine album from Switzerland. Okay. And then, uh, uh, you know, so there's like, I've got three albums coming out this year. <laughs>
0: well, I, congrats! That's that's a that's a heavy workload.
1: Yeah, it's great though. It's fun, you know. I mean, everything that we're doing. There's a huge difference between making records because you have to. And making records because you want to, sure. And same thing with touring, touring because you have to or touring because you want to, is is an entirely different thing. One is because you're really having fun and you're really doing your best work, and the other one was because in the old days you had to tour and you had to record in order to keep your career going. Now we're doing it because we really really enjoy doing it.
0: Gotcha. Well, that that's that's, that's a great place to be, and uh, yeah, looking looking forward to seeing you in July, man. I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot.
1: All right. Well, if you uh, hear the sirens, get in the cellar. Okay? Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll be prepared. We're 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 storm aware. <laughs>